Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by AssholeConsulting.com, Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. Your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. All right, that's good enough. Yeah. That's it. That's how we start the podcast. Right. You know the secret to radio? What's the secret to radio? The secret to radio is to have no itinerary. No. You don't have a speech. No? No. You, You just... You go, just get up and go. You get up and go. Because that's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do for the folks. Because yeah. if, if you you might have some topics you want to talk about, but right. you, don't, you don't worry about it. right? And especially if you have another person in the room. Right. Because they're doing all the work. No, no. It's not that they're doing all the work. It's Humans will have conversation all the time naturally. True. With a, it's not like you have to. I mean, if you're interviewing a guest, it, you should have like you know, they're a specialist in some regard. Then you should like have a list of questions, thinking yeah, questions, through, like true. you know, when Joe Rogan goes and interviews someone or anything oh, yeah. else. But if it's just if an he's asshole, high half the time. Yeah, I but think, if you're so. if it's just an asshole like you, well, Yo, fuck well, you. I don't. well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm here. I'm doing this thing because that's what I'm gonna do, and I'm looking at the waves, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yep. Yep. We don't have quite the system. That DT has. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Because uh, I'm here live and you, I'm doing this live. That's right. You guys did it. You we, were you were in different locations. We always did it. Well, not always. We we got together once in a while. We did it together. Yeah, I think I was there twice. Was yeah. Twice when you guys yeah. were doing it. And that's when Voltron came out. Oh, oh. It was such a cool toy. I know, right? <laughs> Cast metal. It yeah. would hurt somebody if you threw it at somebody. Yeah. That was all the pieces were there. Yeah. Totally. Oh man. It's, he, 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 I wonder if he knows what he has there. I don't think he Cause does. Because he's so anti-fun. I know, And right? anti-life. <laughs> oh. Talk about fucking Eeyore, for God's sake. I'm surprised he even had the exciting Voltron song. Because mm. he did, yeah, da, 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 Yeah, I know, da, he had da, that all going on. You expected him to do it, being like, yeah, da, 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 da. I'm a narcissist. He's hey, not a no, narcissist. I'm what? I'm Nihilist. Nihilist. I'm a nihilist. No, uh, we love you, man. We, it's all we good. Do. It'd be nice if he came out and played. It would be, because then we could hang out and have a couple beers, and we'd hang out and we would go down to that bar over there, and we go see the ladies. Well, Mr. President, you you yes. have a lot of free time on your hands. I do. Now. I've been on vacation. I've yep. been working very hard on vacation. So what? You've been you've been off the job six months now, half a uh, year. Yeah, something like that. Okay, and in the summer, and and if DT would come out of his cave, you guys could go hang out. We and get could some hang beers. out. We would go get a jet ski. We go zipping around. <laughs> you know, we go on the lake down there in the WBL. We go and hang out and. Uh, you know, have a couple beers, maybe some dubich. <laughs> Pass me that dubich right there. It's kind of what I like to do. That's what I did in the White House because that's what I do. That's what you do. What uh, would Michelle let you go out? Michelle and, and go jet skiing. That seems like a, that seems a little well, dangerous. Then, then I have to say I got a meeting. I gotta uh-huh. go. I got a meeting. Sorry, baby, I gotta go. What? Hey, what? Michelle, I gotta go. What you do? You do you even work? 
Let's work. I don't well, know. Okay, well, you never did. I do a lot of talking. First, I do organizing. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I'm a very organized job, person. First real job you had was president. Wait, is he working? Hey, he, I'm not working, man. Just I'm just hanging out, and I'm doing a couple things here and there, and I'm going to the, hanging out with the virgin guy. That's what I'm going to do. The virgin guy? Branson. Branson? Branson. you seen the picture of me and Branson hugging? What? The virgin. Virgin Airlines. You know, oh, all that, that guy. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I he's a special friend of mine. Special I, friend. I thought you were talking of. Never mind. I can't slam. No, I thought you meant an actual virgin named Branson, and <clears throat> I'm like, who's? <laughs> no, oh, no, that's not what we're doing there. Oh, nope, that's not what we're doing. We're on a private island, but we're not doing that. I see. I see. Let's I'm working hard for the American people because that's what I'm going to do. Well, then what? What? Uh, so you you're going to go jet ski with DT? Yep. Michelle, if, he, if he had time. If he had time. If he had Are you going to drug him so that, how would you get him to actually have fun? Because jet skiing is fun, and he's very anti-fun. Well, I heard I heard he kind of likes that dragon's blood stuff. Maybe some of uh, that man's mead. So we might have to do some of that. Hang on. Now, who the fuck called me? Well, I don't oh, know. Here, here it is. It's yeah, not me. No, it's, it's, hang on. Babe! Babe! Can you call this is our world. bold friend... Okay, because he probably wants his light back. Oh no, I, 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 it's bad when you pawn somebody's light. I didn't steal his light. I uh, gave you, it to you me. Put it in did your you pocket? did you see my friend yeah. and how anal retentive he was about his boat? Well, he was playing with his pole for a while. He was playing with his pole, and he was putting the thing on, and, uh, and he, that's what he was right. Doing. And then he was very peculiar about the ropes. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Now, could you imagine him and DT together? Oh, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> So if that would be something, if he's missing his light, he is going to call. Yes, and then he's like, "Oh my gosh, I need." And then there, and you saw it; it's just a piece of plastic. It's a piece plastic. of plastic. It's a piece of plastic. I have pieces of plastic. It's, they spend. The spinners. They spend. They spend. It's money. Plastic. Oh. Ah, plastic. Uh, Michelle, she kind of took some of those for me, though. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, you know, it is good to have you here, the man. Yes. And uh, we went for a nice boat ride today. It was awesome. It was very yeah. nice. That it was, was great that that guy took us out. That yeah, was My friend, who, though anal retentive, is a good person. <clears throat> good guy. And uh, we got to go on uh, the WBL. Yep. And cruise around. It's amazing how the lake has come back up. I mean, it was down for so many years. Yeah, yeah, no, that that has, it's Lots got the locals, rain. and I don't live on the lake, Um but it, it has helped out, and then when I go to the VFW and, and imbibe or I go and smoke my cigars, uh, it is nice. And it is helping property values. Uh, that would, If it came back fully, it would really help out property values, especially <laughs> those on the lake. Yeah, uh, well, you know, those people. Those people. Remember, you know what? You see, this is, this is where I just, that would have been a problem in the 40s. No. It just said, we're piping water in yeah. from the Mississippi, boom, right. done. It would have yeah. been, you know, we can make Lake Mead, mm-hmm. but we can't get Lake Minnetonka, or not Minnetonka. Uh, WBL. The WBL. White, White Bear, Bear Lake. Lake. Yeah. Uh, up up to the full, you know, it, it just wouldn't. I, well, I even the, remember they're talking like, oh, we could ship in snow and do it. Well, it's not no. good. And, and I'm sorry, I don't care if you're a civil engineer. Don't tell me we couldn't figure it out. Do not tell me. It's, we could figure it out, absolutely. It just... It would take twenty years and plenty of court proceedings, and well, see, but that's boring. Well, no, no, but <laughs> that that would be the major hurdle, right? Yeah. The actual engineering of piping water oh, yeah. from the Mississippi 
What would what would that cost? Maybe. Uh, or would he even have to go to the Mississippi? I'm trying to think if there's another river, the Rum River. No, that's too. Far It'd probably away. be. Uh, it would be the Mississippi, or there's those reservoirs that are up that way that you can maybe pipe in, or come down from like Forest Lake or something. Bring it that water down. Yeah, but wouldn't the people of Forest Lake be upset? Who cares? <laughs> the people of Forest. Yeah, I know. Well, people around Mississippi would be mad, right? Well, they wouldn't. That's because that's constantly flowing. I like know, that I really know. wouldn't. You could you could trickle it in. <clears throat> I don't. I think yeah, probably pipe it up from uh, Minneapolis, uh, Mississippi. You'd have to come up. You'd follow the highways or something to come up that way. You know who we? You'd could... have to have some big pump stations though. Okay, we'd have to have pump. Yeah, stations. it'd All be right. expensive. It'd probably be expensive. what a million per mile. We'll say a roadway cost. You know. Okay. So. 20, 30 million, maybe. All right. It's possible. It's possible. We, we, we pissed away more than that on a choo-choo train. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I, I, $2 billion dollars worth of choo-choo train. $2 billion of choo-choo train that goes, what, Minneapolis to to the mall, right? That's it. Yeah. Well, there's that one, and then there's oh, the then one there's... downtown, and then there's the other one that goes out towards Eden Prairie that they haven't started construction yet. That's $2 billion. And then the one that goes up to Osseo that they haven't started yet, that's probably another mm, close to $1.5 billion. There's so. four lines, mm-hmm. of which two, well, only two have of them have been built. Okay, right. right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You had me confused. I'm like, I didn't know there's four lines. And yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So it it cost a fraction of that, and probably do just as good. Right. Instead of shuffling poor people around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, oh, we're hey. getting them to jobs. Oh, the gerbs. Hey. We're getting them to the gerbs. Oh. Hey, that was part of my initiative how, to how, get how them to long, places. When did the first first train thing end? Well, it was like five years ago, six years oh, ago? Oh, God. Uh, Hiawatha, you mean? Yeah. Oh, God. That's been in place. Ten? That was in place probably in 2004 or five. Okay. So, Twelve and then, years ago. Uh, the, the line between Minneapolis and St. Paul, that was there, gosh, that's been there for Two years. three years, I think. Three All right. Years. So, so we had a, a slight spurt of jobs in 2012 and a slight spurt of jobs in 2005. Well, and when, you know, when they built the line between Minneapolis and St. Paul, they used a Chicago contractor for part of it. So a lot Well, they didn't that, even stay here. Right, it didn't even stay here. And it was a contractor that never built rail before either. Really? Oh, oh, I wonder Walsh if there's a connection. I wonder, oh. I wonder who's Dick Walsh was sucking. Hey, this is what we do in Chicago. Hey, You're going to do beep, this beep, work. Beep, beep, huh? beep, going to bring all these excavators in and do the work. Huh? And they had so many problems with that contractor. A lot. Change order after after change order, after change order. I Not see, that I know anything about that. It's about the time I stopped paying attention to the news. Because mm. I, I was just like, you know, I think like after Obama got elected in 2012, like re-elected, I'm like, okay, that's, I don't give a shit. Well, just, it's done. It's done. It's and, done. And, and I know Trump is in office now, but Trump is only one person. And I hear like, you know, we're going to put in this, li- right? You know what? The, the two other light rails are going to cost $2 billion. I, I just don't care. I just don't. And, and the sheep. That's the other thing, and we're talking about on the bus right yeah. here, is even the the Democrats are completely sold. Oh, yeah. Sheep. They're, they're, they're gone. They'll believe anything the government or the media or their teachers or professors tell them. But then I look at the, the quote, Republicans or conservatives and, you know, all oh, the good white people in the suburbs. And, <laughs> and you look at them, and like my friend was saying, yeah. they're a bunch of dude bro frat boys. It's a bunch of teeny bopper, you know, party girls slipping on the Tinder. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I got no horse at all in this race. I hate them all. I would say probably the only lasting 
maybe out in the rural areas, that's where you might have some America, you know, real America types. Yeah, or but, and, and, uh, and, and but man, urban areas were toast and suburb area. Yeah. It, it just and I'm, I know there's, you know, you're going to find true libertarian or conservative. You'll find true Americans in every place and every group oh, of yeah. people. But when you take it uh, on average and on mass, it's. No, I'm not going to watch the news. I'm not going to. I'm not. What 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 little there is left to salvage in this life, I am not wasting it watching my team, who isn't even playing, lose. I mean, after McCain, the bullshit he yeah, pulled. I yeah. mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have. I have. To be honest with you, I've really washed my hands of the news. I have not been watching that stuff. I guess. You know, some people are out, some people are in. I, I, yeah, I don't pay attention I mean, to Trump. I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, if I can't even change what the guy's going to wear today, you know, his tie, mm. then why am I going to worry about it, right? right? I mean, they can't even figure that out. And then they're trying to set up policy for all of us. Good luck, Yeah, you know? Well, and I, I, I've stopped because I go to the gym. Yeah. And then they have they have one TV. Jim, you sure? No. I go to the gym. Yeah. Getting back into that series. Yeah, Enough no, of this. Know, oh, let's know, have fun. No, I know, right? right? Look at this. Yeah, thing what going are you talking about? <laughs> I've got a pony keg going. Yeah, I, in there, I, I lost ten pounds on my bench press. I think you gained that and some change. <laughs> but so the the you know they got different TVs on. Yeah. And the two main news stations. I'm not. I'm not. What has kept me for even further away from the news and so not caring about Trump. Is is the Russia channel? Oh God, Russia, Russia, Russia! It's all Russia. I know all the time, all the time. And I don't, I don't even have to listen to it. And I know this is completely ignorant, but I don't care what? because I don't need done. Right? I, you know what? He could have, he could be in cahoots with with uh, Putin, Putin right now. Yeah. For a takeover of the United States. Yeah. I don't care. Right? I'm not listening to CNN because it's overkill. It was just like, well, if you really wanted to fix the problem. Why don't you purge all the roles? Every role in every state, every county, purge the whole roles, everything, and let's start over again. We mean po- like the government payrolls? All of the all of the voter roles. Purge it all. Yeah. Dump it all. And let's start oh, over again. I see. I see. Then there's no Russian influence, right? Because we're starting from new. We're starting from see, scratch. See, but that's how far back I didn't even pay attention. Like I didn't know that we would have to purge the roles. That what, Russia... Hack the rules. Let's, let's dump the Soros voting machines, right. right, in key counties and key states, and let's just dump them all together because Soros right. is a piece of shit. And then we'll purge all the rolls. Right. We'll start over. Then there's no illegals voting, right? Okay. There's no peop- no felons voting, right. and we'll start over again. Build all the voter rolls. Okay. The dead won't vote. Okay, the dead won't. And then yeah, and Mickey Mouse won't vote. And then and then when. Like it even John, matters. John anywhere, McCain <laughs> still votes us, and the Republicans still vote. We still get three traitors to yeah. screw us over. I mean, see, it it really just—it's like I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I'm, really, it doesn't matter. I'm going right? to focus on. Look at the day we had. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> Ferris Bueller Day, man. Yeah, I mean, we went out on that boat. Uh, Gorgeous sunset. That was awesome. Over, awesome sunset. The, Beautiful houses. Not a lot of big waves. Yep. Um, Borat swimming suit. You know, the Borat swimming suit. <laughs> I did have to kind of tuck my junk into that one. Uh, I had to get the extra pouch. And, High five. Yeah, and I, don't, I know I may be living in ignorance, but at least I have better days. Yeah. You know, like that was, it, 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 there was many years ago in the dark and dark times, I realized that I am going to die. Mm-hmm. And I can either be happy with these days or miserable. Right, right. And I started cutting bad people out 
started accepting what I did and did not control. Yeah. And this is one of those things you can control mm-hmm. is I'm, I'm not watching the news. Yeah. And I know it's, it is the epitome of ignorance. It is the epitome of being uninformed, perhaps even misinformed. But I'd say uninformed because I don't really pay attention. I don't listen to Fox News. Either. I don't pay attention. Anymore. Right. I mean, maybe every once in a while something interesting will come up. Um, but I'm going to have a lot many happier and better days than the Fox News addict or the CNN addict or the yeah. alt-right or the the uh, extreme leftists. They're mm-hmm. all miserable. I mean, look, they, they are so angry. Look at the, the social justice wars. Yeah. I mean, they are so angry. And then you could say they're counter, the alt-right or yeah. the uh, traditional right. They're so depressed. It's like, eh, I, 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 it doesn't doesn't matter anymore. I'm, I we, am not going out like that. We used to we used to say, okay, look at this clock. Look at a clock. Mm-hmm. You know, at midnight, right, mm-hmm. or noon, you are new in the world. I mean, you're starting to look at news and everything, mm-hmm. and by the time you hit 12, 15, you're like, holy shit, stuff is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. Stuff is really screwed up. I hope, hope this isn't the curse-free podcast. But anyway, by no, the time you're at 12, 30, you're like, oh man, I need to get involved and change stuff and get, you know... Work for the GOP or the leftist, right. whatever the shit lives or whatever. Causes. By the time you hit twelve, uh, you know nine forty-five or whatever over mm-hmm. here, you're like, or you're like, I can't fix this stuff anyway. And then you're all the way back to noon again. You're like, and you're dead. You're, you're just well, you're just. I don't really give a shit. You know, I don't. I've gone all the way through. I really care about it. To holy shit, something's wrong. And then um, I'm trying to get involved. And then now I'm at. I don't really give a shit anymore. But what, what's the what's the clock analogy? Is that like one hour kind represents of your, your life? No, no. It's just kind of your awareness of what's going on and 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 what your involvement is in in news oh. and and in politics and how you become aware. Then you kind of realize things screwed up, and then you then you get really active, and then, then you're you, like, then and then you, you're at the the season. You know, the winner of your of oh. your awareness is. Shit, I can't stop this anyway. I can't fix it anyway. So mm. let's do something else. Let's fix ourselves first. Right. Concentrate it, on ourselves. Right. Right. And if you want to be disincentive and just save yourself forty five minutes, just just <laughs> go to your average local Republican meeting. Oh yeah. And then realize. Uh, and then right. If you, and if you think the Republicans are bad, then go to your average Libertarian oh, yeah, meeting. Yeah. Or how about those Tea Party <clears throat> guys that are left? Oy. Oh. Oh. 90 year old and hey, I'm gonna fight eminent no, not, domain not, not the night what was his name? I think he's only 60 or 70 <laughs> you know the guy we're talking I about. know I know um he is a pastor without a without a without a flock mm. and that is how he has found new point and purpose mm-hmm. and that was yeah so not a have, candidate for your pastor podcast no 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 still want to work no, on that idea. I know right it's a good one it is. It it's is. a great idea. It is. Damn if I can find a pastor that has the slightest bit of hustle. <laughs> They're all like I don't retired one. I wonder if he'd do it. He probably please contact him for yeah. me. Like, and I try to get my old man because he is a pastor. Yeah, I, I, and you know, one, and the whole thing is just so you know, it's not like progressive credentialism where you need to have continuing education. No. Right. Once you are a pastor, you are a pastor for life. Right. Right. And they have so much knowledge and so much. Theology and you know well, of, it, if it, 
there's people that are going to listen to that kind and, of stuff. And you know what else my dad had that he didn't have when he came fresh out of the seminary? What's that? Life experience oh, and wisdom. Oh, well, imagine that. Imagine and that. yet I'm going to counsel you on your marriage. Right. Well, well that's what... <laughs> exactly. Or priest counseling people on marriages. It's like, you've yeah, never well, been really? married. You've never been you married. Have sex. Right? right? Well, maybe you did. Well, hey, hey. a little boy. Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> so... Um, but I, I try to get my old man because yeah. I'm thinking like, okay, you're retired. Yeah. What you gotta, else do you guys do? Well, and he also still believes in the church. Yep. He participates. He's very mm-hmm. frustrated with the church because as with age and wisdom, he's right. learned that the Lord doesn't always provide. And sometimes you have you a have to, budget. You have to hustle. Believe it or not, accounting and finance, the laws of economics still apply to the church. Imagine that. The manna from heaven has not just oh. shat itself out of the sky. And, oh. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. No, the pillar of smoke and fire hasn't right. descended and dropped manna <laughs> right. for you to pluck and, and eat. I have also pointed out, do you know about this thing called the internet? Oh, I've heard about well, that okay, once or twice. Me... I used to do a podcast once in a okay, while. Okay, well... <laughs> You see, uh, in the olden days, you would convey the word of God. Mm, the word of God. The word of God. Yes. The Lord. The Lord. Reverend Lovejoy. The worship Lord. the Lord. Hell, have him write something and have one of the voiceover guys. I'm, I'm just oh, going to explain. Yeah, remember, remember our friend DT about mm. getting him to have fun mm-hmm. and how people must suffer pain to yes. do things? Yes. It's going to be the same thing, not necessarily with just my dad, but anybody else out there. Mm. <clears throat> But the uh, in the olden days, to convey the word of the Lord, people would congregate in these physical buildings. Yes. And it it was at great expense to build these buildings. Correct. And maintain them. And maintain them. And mm-hmm. only you could only have as many people attend the building as was within ox cart distance right. of the building. Yes. Well, then you could get larger. Within the bell dinging distance, the really. Dinging yes. distance. Then there was the... Advent of the car, so you could get a slightly larger sure. building with more people that made the finances. And then media came along where you could have televangelists. Oh, we had those. And and I don't know if you remember Jerry Fowell or the 700 Club oh, or this guy called <laughs> or this guy called Joel Osteen. They oh, seem yeah. to have a lot bigger congregations. Huge. 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 And they have huge, they got huge, huge congregations. So and I, I said, you know, for the cost of a laptop and yeah. a microphone. Right. You have access to five billion people, Ugh. and I know how the Christians are all about getting over to second and third world countries to import those shit birds here. Yes. So I'm thinking, like, okay, you have passion for this. Mm-hmm. You believe in it. Mm-hmm. Retired, looking for something to do. Mm-hmm. Still want to be active in the church. Mm-hmm. Would you like to convey that you've got the accreditation? You've got... Your son like, came up with an idea. 40 years of sermons packed somewhere in your back pocket somewhere, right? right? And, 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 and it's like, okay, all you have to do, and, and it's simple. Good sermons every Sunday. That's the motto. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Just one good sermon Ugh. every Sunday. And or then, Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever you want to have it. And if you don't like profit or you're worried about simonry. My dad actually, see, this is what he knows. He says, well, that's called simonry. And he knew the story what? behind this guy called Simon. I think it's a parable. And my name is Simon. No, not that guy. <laughs> he does not make drawings. He makes drawings. It, that might be more interesting. It's but. using the church to for profit. And that's what Joel Olstein or, or those guys do. And, and I'm, I'm kind of yeah. like, I'm like, okay... You'd be leasing yeah. the domain yes. from me. I'll Here's you- an idea. I'll take the money. 
you just yeah. do the work. I'll take the money, you know? You don't have to worry about saying Well, or channel that into a... An effort and that's, like that's a why I said <clears throat> donate it to, to oh, the yeah, real church. Donate right. it to some kids. Don't do whatever you want with Take it. Take an administrative fee and donate it. Right. I mean But what did we learn about people today? They don't want to do the work. No, no, they <clears throat> they need to suffer and oh, be in pain. They need to suffer and be in pain. Because that's what we're gonna do. That's that's what I found. Hook me up in the red room of pain. Right. People do not do not <laughs> No, not that pain. Uh did you hear that, Michelle? Hook me up in the red room of pain. I'm ready. She won't say anything. No, she won't say anything. Damn it. Uh, I was expecting a laugh. No. No. She's trying not to. I could guarantee you that she's got a smile on her yeah. face. She's smiling. Mm. Uh, for whatever reason, she likes you. Oh. Uh, but Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot where we were going with the... Uh, um, the pain. People no, 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 will the be pain, but I don't, I don't know why I was going with this with this example. Because they won't do the work. They won't. I mean, this is a great idea. I mean, you could do a lot of things with that. Really. Oh, I could. Yeah. 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 Or any true Christian who wanted to help out, they could. All right. I'm asking for is my cut for coming up with the idea. Right. And putting together the infrastructure. Right. And said, I'll set you up with the, the podcast yeah. and, and all that. We'll put you in a theme, a WordPress theme. It'll be beautiful. Be, and just well, my programming skills. I, I, no, I, I like the simplicity. Yeah. Maybe there'd be a cross, right? And there'd just be the RSS feed link. Sure. Just you know, here's the donation collection right. plate. That's it. Right. That's all you need. That's right. all you, I don't want Joel Osteen with his fucking hair, <laughs> like you know, Joel Osteen's wife's corner, and like <laughs> Christian cons. Come talk to us. <laughs> yeah, but this is how it rolls. I mean, if you had some hustle and some, you could do that. I no, I've thought about. The only problem is my voice is too well known. Mm. I thought about mm. I can wing it. I can I can come up with bullshit out of my ass. Say it for more. All you have to do look, most Christians want to be lied to anyway. You know. I was born in the darkness. Just just say Let me preach to you. Did you work hard and succeed? Good for you. God wants you to do Did you fuck up and fail? That's all right. The Lord has a plan. Every he day forgives is a you. New Every day. day is a new day. That's right. The Lord will provide. You know, no. I even Jesus wept sometimes and he raised the dead. Forgave the sins. No, the he, six lepers came he, and one came back and what? that was the great guy. What? Well, that was another story. There were lepers. Were, there were lepers that came yeah, and he healed them. And then he lepers. said, go see the... the, 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 uh, the, the Philistines? No, the judges. The, the Pharisees. Pharisees. Yeah. And one decided to come back because he didn't want to go all that way. He wanted to praise God. And that's what it was. One yeah. guy did the work. <clears throat> It's been a while since I've had that. That's all right. But I can, like, go grab the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what would be really scummy? Mm. And I'd probably just do it for kicks. You'd be like Preacher. Like the show Preacher. It's on uh, a- AMC. It's a uh, Preacher's kind of a smarmy dude. Oh. Yeah. Is he a scumbag? Like, yeah, not yeah, really, yeah. Okay, yeah, so like, he's not really a Preacher. No. But, but that's his cover, so. Oh. Yeah. Okay, maybe I would like that yeah. show. <laughs> But just, you know, I, I go to my buddy's Bible study, mm-hmm. and I just plagiarize the <laughs> fuck out of it. Like, I'm just taking notes. And you're like, Trace, Aaron, it's really nice to see that you're here, and yeah. you're taking an interest oh, in the Lord. Oh, yeah, interest. I got an interest. I'm taking an interest. I got an interest. An interest. Yeah. Church of Clary, yeah, opening up Fridays. <laughs> hey, uh, so... Yes, saith the Lord. Hey, did you hear about this good Samaritan fellow? <laughs> 
let me tell you some interesting insights that nobody's ever come up with before. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, hey, you hear about this Judas guy? <laughs> 60 pieces of silver. Wait, 30. Was it 30? I don't know, 30, 60. <clears throat> Silver and Judas. We'll take the we'll take the thirty overage. Right. Bring you it know, on. I, and you know what I could do is I could draw parallels between right? Judas, mm. you know, a betrayer, and silver. Mm. And sometimes silver is tainted mm. with lead; and it becomes mere pewter. And oh my. when people would drink out of it, they'd get Mad Hatter's disease, and and then there'd be the sheep nodding their head. That'd and, be almost kind of interesting. It would be. Hmm. No, my I pro, I can't do that. I, no, there's a no, piece of me that would yeah, like to. Yeah. But what I really wanted to do was find an old, yeah. bitter, pissed off, angry fire and brimstone mm. pastor who was retired, having to do good sermons every Sunday. That's it. Yeah. That's it. McDonald's yeah. burgers that taste great and are absolutely horrible for you. That we're not fucking with the formula. Here it is, and um, you can't. You just can't find it. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I'm just trying to figure out what this has to do with the cycle of time and giving. Oh, I guess it's just like giving zero fucks to give on anything. Yeah. I, I guess I, it's, I make enough money with what I got now, but it's it's sad to see things with potential not be fulfilled or ran with. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I am going to squat on the domain name podcast pastor. Yeah, you and, should. And I will. And wait for somebody to buy it out from under you if nobody's going to take it. For a million freaking dollars. dollars. More, and, and percent ownership mm-hmm. and all the revenue that comes. Because right. it's just, it's, the, these damn, not just Christians, but men of the cloth, mm. I understand how they don't want to, they don't want to be in it for the money. They sort of, it's, it's not about money, it's advancing their thing. But Certain ones, their, anyway. their fear of money and capitalism and profit, or at least the honest ones, are the legitimate fear or worry that money would corrupt and detract you from the larger point of serving the Christian mission. Mm. Also blinds you to advancements in technologies and huge opportunities that allow you to spread. I mean, this, there shouldn't be physical churches anymore. There should. They are horrendously obsolete. Now, I understand people, they got to have fellowship. They, we like to meet together and congregate, you know, meet and meet space. Yep. I understand. Yeah. But, and it's coming down to the small group. They all like to push the small groups because that's where you get your, that's where you bonding, get your, co- right. yeah, your bonding and cohesion and okay. your relationships. Right. But still, you don't need a big facility. Like, there's a big church just up in Eden Prairie that's massive and they've got campuses they're putting out. Oh. Seven of them all over the Twin Cities. And Is these this are Grace big... Lutheran? Nah, it's Wooddale. Wooddale. <clears throat> right off of Shady Oak. Oh, so, I used to play basketball there. Right. right. Okay. Big places, and they want to renovate and put in cafes. And, you know, oh. this is a community center. I mean, these are the visions, right? So, I mean, they are not only building <clears throat> big facilities, they want to expand them and remodel well, them. And, and this is millions of $20 million, oh, million dollar dollars. project. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, I wish I was the architect pulling yeah. down that cake. <laughs> <laughs> but the, somewhere you think in that entire organization outfit, there'd be one. God's telling us to do it. <laughs> Christian, true Christian, would, would, you know, not the fake ones who just yeah. show up because oh, we want to meet chicks with big boobs because I, I have to marry a Christian. Only oh, nice girls. <laughs> <laughs> have you dated a lot of Christians? <laughs> Reps me, for Jesus, let me, man. Let me tell you, um, there's got to be one guy or gal. Who is sincere? Yep. Who also has 
I don't even want to say entrepreneurial hustle, but has the foresight to see the strength of the power of the internet. Mm-hmm. And but I, well, I, they they're doing it. I mean, they make little videos, they put them up there, yeah, they're they, using they put, Twitter, and I mean, but it all funnels back to come to church and to that one and church. give me your tithe, right? You know? My my you know my dad's church. Uh, what would it be? The Woodbury ELCA mm. dot STLS dot org. You know, like who's going to remember that? Yeah. Podcast pastor, you remember. Right. Yeah. I'm the podcast pastor. Podcast I'm here pastor. today. I, did I tell you, I have a chaplain in the military. He'd make a great candidate, too. And I've been trying to get oh, him. Oh, man. And, Put a little drill sergeant in there, too. Well, oh, well, he's. Yeah. I don't know if he's got that part of it. Yeah. But he's he's. He served. And you did tell me. You did tell me yeah. about that guy. Right? And I'm yeah. thinking like, okay, military, and he's coming up on his 20. Yeah. And he wants Perfect. to retire, and he wants to retire to this second slash third world uh, uh, country that mm. he likes. And I'm like, that's great. Do it from you there. Can, you do it from there. You're on your yeah. beach as long as you got okay internet access. And right. this guy would only take an administrative fee enough right. to live. And they right. don't. Then you're in a second and third world country. You can you have can your mission build your there. church and your wells and, then, and your food and your. Then they do the. Well, uh, where they breathe yeah. in. Like I asked yeah. them to like kiss a rattlesnake. Yeah. Have have unprotected sex with this girl who has a raging cape of herpes. Herpes. <laughs> Ooh, well, and I just yeah. and I don't know if that would. I the, know. Uh, Ooh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Have some extra cheese on your burger. Ooh, well. <clears throat> so. Anyway, that's all right. I got enough going on in my life. Yeah, I don't you do. need to. I do. You've got a lot going on. I do. I have a full day's worth of work. Mm-hmm. Then I also have a full day's worth of play. Yep. The freedom that I need. It just... How is Asshole Consulting going, by the way? It's going very well. You're still looking for new clients? Always looking Always. for new clients. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not going to run out. Mm-mm. The When you look at those divorce... I cheer those divorce rates to keep going up, baby. I cheer <laughs> on... Fem- I need feminism. Yeah. I need feminism and I need government checks to ruin and destroy weak... Or already non-existing nuclear families. I need single moms. I need deadbeat dads. I need feminism. I need I need the media and the Democrats and 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 government to keep lying to young women to make them think that careers are more important than anything else. I need parents to put their careers ahead of their children. Mm. I need them to view children as things, and I need everyone to keep fucking up like they are. Because mm. who today's parents who are fucking up today in a about a decade to 15 years mm-hmm. are my future clients. They're, those yep. kids are my future clients. And right. boy, is that business is going to be. I am not <laughs> worried. I am not worried about the future of asshole consulting. Yeah, I mean, where do we go with that? Because I've, yeah, sitting in the seat. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. You know, these high schools are dreadful. We went through one hell of a year with the election and everything. All the crap that used to go on at the U of M, mm-hmm. University of Minnesota. Now happening at the it, high school It's level. all at the high school level yeah. or below. I mean, all that <clears throat> all that stuff is pushed right down. Right. And it's... It's, it's it, sad. It's a, the other thing is, yes, it's being pushed, but there's also... There are groups that are saying, fuck that shit. And they are fighting back hard. No. And, and they won't say anything, but just wait. They won't be part of your clients unless they're, you know... They need to get a little no, more but, but straightened what, out. But the 
I guess it's the best outcome yeah. I could hope for in a decaying and declining world where I actually capitalize and profit off of the decay. Yeah. Legally, immorally, and ethically. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm selling drugs. Right, right, right. I, I got broken, dysfunctional kids coming yeah. up to me, and it, and it's good. Yeah, and, and some adults. It's not just kids, but we do have some well, adults. Well, and you know, as well as I do, once Trump leaves, mm. one way or another, mm. the, the, the pendulum is going to swing so far hard to the left it's going to be ugly, yeah. and uh, the shit's going to come down, you yeah. know. And then the, the f- and it's going to it's it, the business is going to be good because it's horrible. Yeah, the, what's going to happen? The only thing I got to worry about is I got to get um, an outside the U.S. not base, but at least a, a fort or a foothold. So mm. like, if crap goes so bad here, I simply go to country X, of which I have like a handful. I'm kind of analyzing. <laughs> Right, and you talked about those enjoy the decline. You talked about a yeah, few of those. Yeah, a couple of those. Yeah, they're and in how there. How to do that? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then and then just kind of like okay, I got my internet here. We yep. re, we realign. We provide a new PayPal address. Mm-hmm. And and okay, I'm I'm maybe by that that pastor or that chaplain in his second slash third world country, sitting on the beach and. While he's doing something more noble, I'm kind of yelling and cursing at people. But yeah, it, it, and then we just profit off of the the decaying corpses here in the United States. <laughs> something, something, something. Profit. Something, something, <laughs> something. Step one: collect Step. underpants. <laughs> Step two: something. Step three: profit. Something profit. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that venture is going well. You know. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah. that's what helped pay off the house so yeah. quickly. Yeah. That is really exciting. It is. That is great. It is. I mean, when someone that's not a boomer pays off a house, that's freaking awesome. You know what's freaking awesome? What's that? When a boomer pays off a house, that's pretty That's pretty awesome, <laughs> yeah, too. When they don't do a reverse mortgage. Yeah, reverse mortgage. Yeah, Holy balls. Reverse. I know. Hello. Hello. I'm, who's the I'm guy Doug in Tra- McClure. No. Um, Jeopardy guy. <sighs> Colonial Life. He does the commercials. Oh, God, yeah. With the mustache and the glasses? Yeah, what's his name? Oh. He, he they they like get the most trustworthy guy yeah, you know yeah. and like Alex Trebek oh yeah how can't you trust Alex Trebek yeah he was yeah. right about so much have you do you have so equity much. in your house that's right have you considered a reverse mortgage yes because Alex Trebek would never lie to you no he would never ever do anything for money no <laughs> God he's, he's got to be smiling like you're gonna pay me how much to tell these people all right fine to Whatever. mortgage their lives away mortgage for... your life away. Nothing. No, oh, that's it's, see, it's you get bad. income. You get income. Oh yeah, the man. You yes. get income. Yes, and and it's all all right mm-hmm. because you know you don't go more than fifty percent in the house. Never mind, <laughs> your kids might you know want an inheritance, <laughs> or you might want to leave a legacy. Yeah, a legacy of disaster. For the two million years humans have existed, you've always managed to leave an inheritance, except for the baby boomers. <laughs> and there's because somebody figured out the way to screw them. I mean, you know, oh, no, at no, there, the end, there's, you know, there's going to be there's going to be no. It's the end of inheritance. Like the yeah. Gen X on the whole is not going to leave their kids any. The, the millennials certainly are not going to leave their children. Yep. Anything. Uh, all I just. And that's all right. That's fine. Because I think I'm going to be okay until I'm dead. Mm. I'm smart enough. And I have enough guile. <laughs> and I'm willing to move. And I don't have no liabilities. Right, I don't have right. no kids. Yeah, you don't have anything keeping I, you down. I can yep. say, oh, the lights are going off here. Well, I'm not. I didn't sign up for this Hugo Chavez bullshit. I will, <laughs> I will see you later. Yeah. And I think maybe by that time I would be podcast pastor. 
Hmm. Then I would just start up something completely new. Because then it would be so degraded, I'd have no respect for anybody. And then I would be in the business of selling lies. Mm. Then I would. Yeah. It would be. God, all right. Well, I'm glad we're having this very spirited conversation. You think they had conversations like this in 1945 after we had just kicked the shit out of the Germans? No. We have a pint. We made it through that shit. Uh, I can't believe I'm still alive. God, I love you. Yeah, I love you, This man. is a great country. I love freedom. Yep, my freedom. America. <laughs> going to raise a family now and get my little box house in the I know, suburbs. I know what we're going to do. The kids we have, let's just flood it with money and everything. That'll work. Yeah. I've learned from experience it doesn't work. It hey, doesn't everybody, work. It, it does doesn't not work. work. What is the key to success? Pain. Pain. Pain and suffering. Suffering. Get to work, People kid. must, they must <laughs> suffer. There must be pain in this world. People will not listen to the captain unless they, they, are, they are caused pain. Well, that's, you know, without pressure, there's no strength development, right? Yeah. yeah. No you resistance. need pressure. You need, you need pressure resistance and pressure. Absolutely. That's how mm-hmm. diamonds are made. Know. You know, the pressure. Like, I think you, me, and uh, Natasha, we all demonstrated today an exercise of pressure. Everybody wanted to get the burger. I said, no, no. damn it. I'm going to get the chicken and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else followed suit. Yeah. See? A little that bit of pressure. Good. I was thinking about the fries, but <laughs> that know. this pony keg's not going to go away. You were thinking about... And I know you are you got like a real job and everything. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like... And you got bum knees, but you can't... So, I mean, you can do... I mean, swimming, what, swimming is, is basic. Swimming yeah, is but then you got to go to a, is good. Okay, but yeah. you got to go to a pool. Yeah. So it takes time. I mean, so what? It's basically diet for you? Diet, okay. yeah. And... Uh, Trying to exercise a little bit every day, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's real simple stuff. Go for a walk. Uh, swimming is good. Um, Sergeant Jay just shot over some really good stuff, and I'm going to take a look at that. So, yeah, uh, I got to get back. I've lost the discipline. I haven't lost everything. I still am reasonable. No, you look good. Yeah, no, I look fine. But I, I wanted. No I looked really good, uh, like earlier this winter and yeah. spring because yeah. I was like hitting the gym regularly. So I got to. I got to do that. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to get my bench press up to 200 pounds. I've never mm. bench pressed 200 pounds. I'll get it up to 200 pounds. What do you want to weigh? 200 pounds? What okay. do you want to drop to? I would love to be back down to 220. 220? Yeah. All right. I do 200. You do 220. All right. And we got oh, three months would be aggressive. Oh, that's really Is aggressive. Is that too aggressive? Dude. Okay. Yeah, six yeah. months I mean, would that for... be safer? I don't want you, like, you know, going and getting the. The balloon in your stomach or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> it's probably going to take me a little longer because that slow and steady wins the race. But, you know, six months. All right. If you, all months. you had was the chicken salad sandwich, you know, you'd be... No, well, no, no mayonnaise. No, no mayonnaise. mayonnaise. I know. And throw away the bread. Yeah, throw away the bread. <laughs> I'm right. working on it. I'm working on it. So, Well, we got to get you back to your car. Yeah, man. I got to go to bed because I got my big day tomorrow. Yeah. I'll see you and everybody there. Mm-hmm. It'll we'll, be fun. Yeah, it's, it is See some be people that... Uh, yeah, some, See, some of the fans. Coming. Yeah, some of the fans. Yeah, Dirty Harriet's cool. coming yeah. to town. The Varmint will be there. My cool. grandmother, who is 90 years old, will wow. be there. Wow. Yep. Dedicated your last book to there. I did. Yeah. yeah, a lot of... Actually, all three of those girls. Mm. Uh, Natasha... Okay, four people I've dedicated the book to That's will cool. be there. That's great. All the gals, yeah. I didn't know about that. I forgot about that. Are you doing a book signing with it? Not if they... They have to buy the book, <laughs> and then I'll... I'll have books for sale. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. No, no. I just, <laughs> 
So if they brought their books, would you sign? No, they got to no. buy. No, they got to buy the damn new book. No, no, there will be no, there will be no signing of any books. I'll just be happy everyone showed up. Ah, uh. and then, um, and then, yeah, and I think some people will go home. I think some people will stay up. Mm. Um, and then, um, yeah, no, it'll just be a good time. And then, uh, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a cake. It's Dirty Harriet's birthday mm. in August, and um, the last, <clears throat> five years ago, I've known Dirty Harriet now for five years, mm. and so she turned 30 back five years ago, and I got her a cake that said, happy 25th birthday, mm. and so she doesn't know it, but tomorrow I'm going to go get another cake, it'll say, happy 25th birthday, uh, there you go. It's her, yeah, she'll be 35 <laughs> this year, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a good time, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... All right. Well, I th- good. thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. This, will this is me- a lot of fun. It's, it is. It's good. And, and I frankly needed to do this because it, July has been busy for me and I've been off my my project. So I'm mm-hmm. going to, this is good. I'm back well, you need, the project. Well, you need to talk so. to other people, man. That's, that's honest to God. You just sit there and, and do your daytime job, which I know. You, you're alone a fair amount of time on that I job, am. too. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Has that bothered you yet or no? No. Really? Love it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But. Like you said, sometimes I need to get out. So, you know, and it, and frankly, with that job, I do a lot of presentations here and there. So I am out and about. I am with people. You are Just with not, I'm, I don't have the office politics, and I frankly am so happy. I'm not supervising anybody like before. So freaking happy. Take the people equation out of it. Yeah. And life is pretty Oh, yeah. Good. No, like I told you before with my other buddy, less moving parts and no people. Yeah. You got yourself a great, you got to, so. You see, yeah. that's another thing, podcast pastor. There's, it's only one person. Right, right. One you don't person. have staff. There's you don't no have, staff. There's... You don't have the music director. No yeah, acolytes. They're not singing with me. There's no women yeah. coming up like, I want to start a good It's like, no. Good sermons mm-hmm. every Sunday. Yeah. That's it. Right. It's soup Nazi. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and like the weight loss, you know, the podcasting, and you've, you've talked to me about this before. Mm-hmm. Consistency. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Working out. Consistency. Every day. Every day. Get Whether on it. Whether you like it or not. Yep. Put it in the back burner. Don't even yeah. think about it. So good things are coming on that side. Um, now we're through some stuff, and it'll be really good. So cool. I'm really excited. All right. Uh, that'll cool. be the first segment. I'm going to get you to your car, and then All right. I'm going to go to bed. So I'll see you. See you. All right. If you'd like to contact the captain directly because you need an emergency asshole consulting or consultation, uh, download the Praxy app on your phone. It's spelled P-R-A-X-E-Y, and you can basically it's it's like a face chat or, or real time or whatever it's called. Uh, it bills out though like a one nine hundred number. It's two dollars a minute. So if uh, you know, get be succinct. Get get your get your question in order. Don't just call me. Oh, hey, man, how's it going? Because it's your dime. I, 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 uh, I don't mind taking your money if we talk about weather or uh, you sit there and hem and haw. But uh, please have your question for your own sake ready. And if you happen to be an expert or micro internet celebrity or whatever, there's a reason to contact you. You're a good tradesman, and you want people to. You don't want to like actually do the work. You just want to look at it and diagnose what the problem is without having to drive over there. Download and offer your services on the Praxi app. You can check it out at Praxy.com, but otherwise just search for Praxy, P-R-A-X-E-Y, on your Google Play Store or your uh, or your Apple iTunes place. We also have another podcast when you're sick and tired of listening to me. We have The Real Mark Baxter. Go to realmarkbaxter.com. He's kicking ass. He's got a lot of Twitter followers now, and um, he's doing good. That, that interview 
where he interviews other people and, and they said, oh, yeah, thank you. And, of course, you know, the, the people he interviews send him their traffic. Uh, it's a good, definitely a good business model if you want to start breaking into social media and podcasting. The old captain just, I, I would love to interview him more. I should. This is one of those things where I'm, even even I, the world's least procrastinating man, trying to bang out his to-do list, it's just, I don't know. You got to find the guy. The other guy's got to have the same time. And okay, do we have the, because everybody else is really busy. But he, you know, a lot of you guys out there will go and, and interview. But uh, anyway, realmarkbaxter.com. Check out his site. Check out his podcast. You can find him at realmarkbaxter.com. Have you bought your nose hair trimmers yet today? No, you haven't. Why? Because I looked on my Amazon affiliate program and none of you are buying your uh, your nose hair trimmers. But you don't have to buy nose hair trimmers. Just do all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. That's a way to help out the old captain. If you have no use or desire to purchase any of our sponsors' wares or services, just go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com, click on the Amazon banner, and do all your online shopping there. It doesn't cost you any more, but the old captain gets a 6 to 7% commission or cut from Amazon for driving traffic their way. If you want to get my books, you know what they all are. Reconnaissance Man. Black Man's Got Out of Poverty, Bachelor Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Curse of the High IQ, what else is that all? Oh, and Poor Richard's Retirement. Um, Those are all available in paperback, Kindle, and audio, except for Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. Uh, So if, if, look, you got a question to me, oh, I want to contact Aaron over at Asshole Consulting. Well, maybe consider purchasing one of those books because the answer might be there, especially Bachelor Pad Economics, that, that one. 500 pages of answers. Of course, it may take a while uh, to read through the whole thing. But uh, And then, yeah, maybe if that your time isn't worth it, contact me at asshole. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, buy those books. <clears throat> give them away as gifts. Help out kids. Help out loved ones. Just help out your fellow man or woman. Of course, the- I, don't want, I want them to tell me what I want to hear. Although I do have a book. I think I'm going to embark on this book. New... I'm sick and tired of writing politics and economics, although I really haven't tackled since Curse of the High IQ, an, an issue I wanted to tackle in a while, like a, a new topic. Uh, I just don't have it in me. I want to write something different. And uh, I don't know. I'm starting to go into this retirement mode. I, I just I kind of tapped out on writing. Got a ton of articles I'd like to write for the blog, Return of Kings, and um, LinkedIn. I like writing for LinkedIn. You can rattle the cages of the... Corporate rat race. Just put a mirror show. Look, you're a rat in a race. Look at you. You're wasting your life. Look at you. You're in your cube. You're in your commute. You got your master's degree. You might get promoted to vice assistant reserve supervisor. You got your CPE. You got another certification. Yay for you. Trinkets and shiny things. Nothing sadder. I said it before. I'll I'll say it again. Nothing sadder when I used to bank with wells fargo and they had these banners with people you know the employees names on i think it was just for tellers and every time you open a new account you know whether it was real or fake because it was wells fargo um you'd get a little pin you know a hundred accounts up you get pins and then you could see the true believers because they had a sash that was just it looked like a north korean general just tons of little pins that just took up every little bit of cloth and real estate on those on those banners and uh wells fargo didn't have to pay you an extra cent they were like thank you for all that extra work without the compensation 
Never work at Wells Fargo. You never work at, well, you never work in any large corporate bank. Never work in banking, period. But by God, the worst one is Wells Fargo. Do not work at Wells Fargo. Save yourself the time. Uh, where was I? I forgot what I was talking about. Um, anyway, so go buy my books. Go go do all that. Uh, JamesDeprisco.com. James DePrisco, spelled D-E-P-R-I-S-C-O.com. Uh, he's the author of The Economics of Economic Subsidiarity. Uh, he's launched a blog and a, ponca- a podcast discussing free markets, which they call subsidiarity uh, in the Catholic Church. Uh, this is of interest to anyone who's a, 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 a Christian, uh, Protestants, Catholics, all you weirdos that have uh, the gay pride rainbow flags and have female pastors, all you, all you deviants. <laughs> I and and you guys know I don't I don't like any religion. I really don't. But man, I got a buddy, and he goes to one of these. You know, if you're going to do it, if you're going to have a religion, you're going to participate in a church, you know, a Christian church, do it right. Don't go to these places where they just got some whole barn or the church is in a, a strip mall and they're renting it out and they just got this placard they painted across on. And and it's always something, the spirit of the free will, the new dawn. It's like, I don't know, are you Episcopalian? Are you Methodist? Are you Lutheran? Are you Catholic? What are you? No, we're non-denominational. Once I hear non-denominational, I'm like, oh, that's where you guys break out the acoustic guitar and your uh, your hymns are not no more than 50 years old. It's all new music, really gay. You know, you're not a real church unless the oldest hymn, the, the youngest hymn, the youngest hymn in your hymnal is 200 years old. It's got to come from the 1800s. That's, got, that's the youngest a hymn can be. Otherwise, if you got some, hey, this was written by a cool swinging Christian dude back in 1973. And it's gay and lame. No, that's not a church. That's not a church. That's I wouldn't say it's a cult. A cult, at least there's evil behind it. There's like, this is, I don't know what it is, a, a group therapy session or something? I, I don't know what. But, um, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't like. Anyway, so uh, James has written this book more targeted towards defending Catholicism, which means he'd have to take out the Pope <laughs> from from communism, leftism, socialism, and feminism. Basically, leftist politics. He he uh, put this together, uh, the economics of Catholic subsidiarity, and his podcast. So if you wouldn't mind checking out, you have to be of a, a Christian, or just religious, you know, you don't have to be Christian. Uh, everybody knows Jews and Muslims. We, well, we did a podcast a while ago Handful of you uh, Arabs and you Muslim guys, even though you may not be Muslims, you guys do listen to the show. I know a couple of you do, and we did that uh, that that segment about that bitch over in uh, Germany who made a mosque that was open to gays, and you you didn't even have to, an atheist. That was the other thing they allowed atheists in there. And the imams from across the world have every right to to call her what an, not an apostate. What a, a fraud, a, a blasphemer, a false prophet, something like that. Oh, socialism is coming for all of you guys. You think, like I said before, it's the Borg. Socialism is the Borg. And we could say the Federation is Christianity. We could say the Romulans are, are Muslims. And we could say the, uh, the uh, Jews are the Vulcans. We better all get our differences settled here <clears throat> right quick. Before uh, before the Borg come. 
Ah, what do I care? The Borg's going to take over anyway. Will the government come out with, like, statues of dicks so girls can suck it? Like, because they're going to need something. Because they're all, they're all bowing at the... Like, may, maybe we have socialists. There's, there's statues of Marx and Lenin and Stalin. And, you know, uh, they just have erect penises. Not to sound as, as crass as uh, cynical libertarian, but I, I'm serious. I mean, without... Is the government going to... They're going to have to make blow-up dolls or statues. Maybe that's a way you girls could worship the state. And you lay flowers and wreaths and, and burn sacrificial goats in front of the, the statue of Baal or Stalin Baal. But they'll all have erect units so that you can put, perform fellatio as, as kind of like an, an act to show your loyalty and praise the state. Is they hey, look, the Jews cut pieces of penises off of young little boys. Uh, there's some sects of uh, Muslims that cut their heads open and, and, and bleed. There's weirder things. You you getting off on a statue of a communist is is, is uh, not not necessarily that crazy, but it is religion. It is religion. Don't 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 blame that. Uh, what else? We got Run Guts Pull Cones and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Two books by Adam Pink, who still, by the way, hasn't he's writing. He's writing. You go to his site, Pushing Rubber Downhill. Um, but damn, he, he he. I wish he'd get his podcast going. I know Adam, you're busy. You're you're European now. You're you're all lazy. Like you know, I do not wish to write a podcast. It takes too much effort. I want to to live off as of the government socialist state here. Yeah. I don't know how he became Hans from, no Dietrich from Sprockets. Saturday Night Live gimmick there, Adam. Don't don't worry if you don't know, you don't get the reference. Anyway, so Adam has some books: Pushing Rubber Downhill and Run Guts Pull Cones. Uh, those are available through his site, pushingrubberdownhill.com. We have Marty's books, uh, Marty Andrade's books, one on D.B. Cooper, another Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse. He has others, but just check out Marty Andrade by searching him on Amazon.com. We have The Pericles Conspiracy by Michael Kingswood. Michael Kingswood, again, I will tell you, if you are into fantasy fiction or science fiction, uh, but you do not like communist science fiction writers, which is all of them. Well, he is the one non-communist science fiction writer, fantasy fiction writer. Michael Kingswood, uh, his book, The Pericles Conspiracy. You can also find his other books, uh, The Gloomervale Chronicles. It's a five-book series. That's more fantasy fiction. And then Kerry Lutz's Viral Podcasting. If you want to become a, a viral podcaster, a podcaster in general, preferably viral, get Kerry Lutz's book, Viral Podcasting. He knows what he's talking about. It'd be like me writing a book on motorcycling out west. Uh, that's how Kerry makes his money. He's much more successful at it than me. Uh, so check out Kerry Lutz's uh, site. Vir- I'm sorry. His site is financialsurvivalnetwork.com. His book is called Viral Podcasting. And Rolo Tomasi, you guys know Rational Mail, <clears throat> rationalmail.com, uh, or The Rational Mail, sorry, therationalmail.com. Rolo Tomasi, he has his book. So came out with his third one, uh, Mail Positive masculinity hang on wait a minute no that's not it where did it go i had it up here that's the link so we titled it i just linked to it yesterday uh there's early retirement extreme where did where did it oh darn it that's early there the rational male positive masculinity by rollo tomasi is his third book of course you can find it on amazon.com or you could go to his site 
therationalmail.com. Um, Rolo is, if you haven't checked him out, he's a little older and a little wiser than me. He's also married. And when you when you get past that MGTOW, I'm going to fuck bitches and whores, when you, when you get past that and you start to grow and mature, kind of like Roosh has gone on his journey, Rolo is is the uh, elder gentleman. He's not that old; he's just a couple of years older than me. But uh, he is somebody you would. Like. He's the more wise sage. You should you should read and listen to. And you could go to his blog, but then he he like me. He's compiled his best works into two books, and this most recent one, Positive Masculinity. You can uh, take that one. So that's uh, therationalmail.com. And if you like whiskey, he has a whiskey company. It's called Tap Whiskey. It's uh, whiskey without the e. Just tapwhiskey.com. Yeah, you can visit him there. Uh, all right, I had a request. Let's look this up. Give me a second here, guys. So this came from an asshole consulting client. I decided, he says, oh, if you could throw it on the podcast or you want to charge it, yeah, let's just throw it on the podcast because I killed two birds with one stone. But it does need to be talked about. Uh, the client writes, hey, asshole, there's a pretty important new YouTube policy that just came out that may even screw you. Here's an article about the policy and the policy itself. Uh, can you speak about it in a video or your podcast or something? Thanks. I said, sure. All right, so here's the official uh, YouTube blog comment. An update to our commitment to fight terror content online. I, I, I don't know what I have to do with terror or what anyone on the right has to do with terror. A little over a month ago, we told you about the four new steps we're taking to combat terrorists' content on YouTube, better detection and faster removal driven by machine learning, more experts to alert us to content that needs review tougher standards for videos that are controversial but do not violate our policies and more work in the counterterrorism space we want to give you an update on these commitments better detection and faster removal driven by machine learning we've always used a mix of technology and human review to address the ever-changing challenges around controversial content on youtube we recently began developing and implementing cutting-edge machine learning technology well what you weren't using cutting-edge technology before Designed to help us identify and remove violent extremism and terrorism-related content in a scalable way. We have started rolling out these tools, and we are already seeing some positive progress. I'm, I'm sure <laughs> that is the leftist definition of progress. Speed and efficiency. Our machine learning systems are faster and more effective than ever before. Over 75% of the videos we've removed for violent extreme, extremism over the past month were taken down before receiving a single human flag. I, that just <sighs> it's the faith in the technology overriding a commitment to the freedom of speech of which you don't have on YouTube of which you do not have on YouTube just so you know you don't have that you're using their platform it's totally up to them Accuracy. The accuracy of our systems have improved dramatically due to our machine learning technology. While these tools aren't perfect and aren't right for every setting, in many cases our systems have proven more accurate than humans at flagging videos that need to be removed. See, and that, that <clears throat> that's what concerns me. They need to be removed. I'm like, you know, to your policy. I know, I know. And I'm falling, I'm slipping into the, well, I thought they'd defend freedom. They're not freedom of speech. That's what you got to keep telling yourself. Google is not about the freedom of speech. They're about making money. Scale, with over 400 hours of content content uploaded to YouTube every minute, finding and taking action on violent extremist content poses a significant challenge. But over the past month, our initial use of machine learning has more than doubled both the number of videos we've removed for violent extremism as well as the rate at which we've taken this kind of content down. We are encouraged by these improvements 
We'll continue to develop our technology in order to make more, even more progress. We're also hiring more people to help review and enforce our policies. And we'll continue to invest in technological resources to keep pace with these issues and address them responsibly. I, <clears throat> Again, I, I know if people try to monetize it, if YouTube just lets anybody upload anything, uh, you're going to have sponsors and ads for Nazism and, and rape and, and whatever disgusting, you know, pedophilia, other disgusting stuff if there was no filter. I wish Google and their advertisers would realize that no one is going to associate a company you know, like the sane people of the world. Let's say you get somebody uh, advocating uh, uh, pedophilia. Like the pedophilia channel, hey, diddle little kids. If I, I know, I think everybody knows on the adult level that uh, if a, if an advertisement for Dove soap came on, we're not gonna, we're not gonna say, oh yeah, Dove soap really advocates this. But we're we're not, we're, no one's adult enough to do that. There are not enough people over at Google or the advertisers are adult to realize that. So now since the advertisers are threatening to take away their money, Google has to start screening out. So ideally, you just throw up whatever, and then uh, the FBI and the CIA and whoever else says, wow, look, I mean, it's like a net. I think of it like a dragnet. Like, look at all these people volunteering their criminality. Let's go hunt these fuckers down. But this is, this is just my world. But now since we got into the world of regulation, now, now the floodgates to hell have opened and you got a can of worms. More experts. Of course, our systems are only as good as the data they're based on. Over the past weeks, we have begun working with more than 15 additional expert NGOs and institutions through our trusted flagger program, including the Anti-Defamation League, the No Hate Speech Movement. Hang on. I know the ADL is, is leftist, but let's take a look at the No Hate Speech Movement. You know they're going to be open-minded to right-wingers, right? They're going to be open-minded to the right side. And I'm not talking... Uh, kill the Jews. I'm, I'm talking, let's see, who are we? Youth campaign. I, I just want to see who they are. They usually talk about who they are. They just can't help but put themselves up there. Content moderators or contact moderators. Youth Department Council of Europe. Oh, they're in Europe. I just want to know who, who hate speech watch, education blog, national campaigns. <sighs> Let's go to education. Let's see. How to become a partner. Let's go to their blog instead, see what they're writing about. I just, I just don't trust people who, who get on bandwagons of no hate. It's like, yeah, we're anti-genocide, really. And you pride your, oh, look, we're against women's can't breast cancer. Wow, that's a tough stand to take there, guys. <clears throat> Commemorate the Roma genocide in Krakow and Auschwitz. Okay, really? This is perfect. Here, look, and don't forget, young Europeans commemorate the Roma genocide in the Krakow and Auschwitz. Uh... Concentration camp, 3,000 Rome were exterminated during a single... Really? You guys are against genocide? Wow! Children as victims of hate crimes. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I, okay, the Institute for Strategic Dialogue. These organizations bring expert knowledge of complex issues like hate, hate speech. These are not complex. They're part of human nature. 
radicalization and terrorism that will help us better identify content that is being used to radicalize and recruit extremists. We will also regularly consult these experts as we update our policies to reflect new trends and will continue to add more organizations to our network of advisors over time. Tougher standards. We'll soon be applying tougher treatment to videos that aren't illegal but have been flagged by users as potential violations uh, of our policies on hate speech and violent extremism. If we find that these videos don't violate our policies but contain controversial religious or supremacist content, they will be placed in a limited state. The videos will remain on YouTube behind an interstitial... An interstitial? Did I pronounce that right? But won't be recommended, won't be monetized, and won't have uh, key features including comments, suggested videos, and likes. We'll begin to roll out this new treatment out to videos on desktop versions of YouTube in the coming weeks and we'll bring it to mobile experiences thereafter. These new approaches entail significant new internal tools and processes and will take time to fully implement. Early intervention, expanding counter-extremism work. We've started rolling out features from Jigsaw's redirect method to YouTube. When people search for sensitive keywords on YouTube, they will be redirected towards a playlist of curated YouTube videos that directly confront and debunk violent extremist messages. We also continue to amplify YouTube voices speaking out against hate and radicalization through our YouTube Creators for Change program, which I think does have nothing but a bunch of leftists. Let's take a look at the people there, creators. Uh, Is this Creators for Change fellows? Yeah... Not a lot of guys hitting the web, or hitting the gym, I mean. Wimpy white guys, a lot of foreigners, a lot of Muslims. I think I think it's, well, look at it, it's pretty much all Muslims. About 70%. I just recall somewhere the create. There's like prominent leftists that sit on this panel. Was I think was it an, Anita Sarkeesian's on that one? Am I confusing her with another one? Just last week, the UK chapters of Creators for Change Internet Citizens hosted a two-day workshop for 13 to 18 year olds to help them find a positive sense of belonging online and learn skills on how to participate safely and responsibly on the internet. We also pledged to expand the program's reach to 20,000 more teens across. It sounds like indoctrination and brain. How? Wh- don't parents take care of this? See, this is too much reach. I understand you don't want Nazis and terrorists and, and things like that. And I understand you want to get rid of racism and discrimination and say, okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to hold that against you. Of course, who doesn't want that? But you're holding workshops for 13 and 18-year-olds and on, on how to develop online social skills? They're the ones that live their entire lives on the internet. They probably are the standard. Who are you? See, that's where it gets creepy and Orwellian with me. Like, what? what is this? What? And over the weekend, we hosted our latest Creators for Change work- workshop in Bendong, Indonesia, where creators teamed up with Indonesia's Marif Institute to teach all these nonprofits. Oh, yeah. Teach people about the importance of diversity, pluralism, and tolerance. Yeah, I, no, no, this is leftism. That, that's socialism. Have you talked, Ty, have you talked to them about freedom? The freedom of religion, economic freedom, low taxes. Have you taught them about that? The threat of a large and ever-increasing state? How about that? If you, if you had a, if you had a 
seminar about that. Okay, like, yeah, you're, you're balancing it out a little bit, but you're not. And we know here, at least in the United States, diversity, pluralism, and that's, that's just BS. That's, B, that's, that's a code word for socialism. Altogether, we have taken significant steps over the last month in our fight against online ter- terrorism, but this is not the end. Of course, now you just got to keep going until forever. We know there is always more work to be done with the help of new machine learning technologies, deep partnerships, ongoing collaborations with other companies through the Global Internet Forum. All these nonprofits and our vigilant community, we are confident we could continue to make progress against this ever-changing threat. We look forward to sharing. All right, what do you want to know? I'll do these guys. Let's read the Engadget.com article. Uh, YouTube will all isolate offensive videos that don't violate policies. This new limited state is part of its effort to manage extremist content. First, let's see if she has any more insights. The author, Mallory Locklear. Controversial. All right, well, she just basically repeated what the policy was, and I just read that. So we don't have to go over it again. Um, can you speak about this video? All right, there's pretty, uh, may even screw you. Here's an article. Can you speak out about the video? Look, YouTube, I'm going to, I've learned to be, let's be stoicists here. When YouTube started their demonetization program, both people on the right and the left got their tits in a sling and freaked out. Okay? This is why you have multiple revenue streams. This is why, just like YouTube is, we're always going to be working to fight the shit. There's ne- it's, they're never going to stop. The left never stops because they need ego. They need to constantly go on to the next thing. Uh, you have to be just as vigilant and diversified in your revenue streams. And this is why, you know, is it, is it going to screw me? Yeah, they might screw me. I might lose even more of my YouTube revenue. But I never banked on my YouTube revenue anyway. Yeah, it was nice beer money and then some change. Now it's it's just back to beer money. Uh, but I don't use that as uh, I don't use YouTube for uh, for uh, uh, for the monetization aspects. I got other shit going on. It's a tool I use for asshole consulting. And if YouTube goes away, the great thing about being an online internet celebrity. I mean, Dr. Jordan Peterson, he knows about this. O'Shea Jackson, uh, he went through this when YouTube took it down. He just started up another YouTube channel, and everybody went right over there. No matter what YouTube does, it is too late now because those uh, prominent figures on the right and the left, or or whatever, it doesn't matter, those micro-internet celebrities have loyal followers, loyal viewers, Uh, because of the democratization and the niche level of the internet, they have very loyal customers and fan base. And they will follow you to wherever you go. And so I'll just set up another YouTube channel, or I'll go to VidMe, or I'll go to Dailymotion, although Dailymotion said they're revamping their their thing. And and it's a tool for asshole consulting. It's not the main thing, because I don't rely on YouTube monetization money uh and but for an overall criticism it keep in mind youtube is is not a bill of rights it is a private company that they could do whatever they want and since they are infected with uh, not necessarily infested you could say that but mentally infected with a leftist skew 
and a lot of social justice warrior-y stuff. Like, we got you, Marsh, corporate social responsibility, look at our... To the point that they're they're having these pointless meetings and, and these conferences, and we're going to have a meeting, and we're going to have a seminar, and oh, we got 13, 18-year-olds, and it was very progressive, and it was very successful. To teach, you know, say, hey, this is common sense, uh, it, it, it just proves to me that there is a social justice warrior strain among them, which will disproportionately or lopsidedly affect people on the right or libertarians or not leftists in the political sphere. Um, they could say it's to fight terrorism or whatever else, but then when you get extremist content and everything's about diversity and acceptance and tolerance, how far does that Overton's window go in YouTube? You know, they're, they're in Silicon Valley, uh, which is in San Francisco area, the Bay Area, which is in California. Uh, and they all come from academia. Oh, I could see Overton's window. I mean, they are in an echo chamber. You know, it's kind of like looking at Trump. You know, the left hates Trump. I've never seen so much hate. They hate Trump more than they hate George Bush. But Trump at one time was a, a Democrat. He's the most left-leaning Republican there's ever been. First uh, pro-gay marriage president. I mean, the guy is is a, is a centrist. But academia and the media and all that have successfully moved Overton's window that now they, they low... I hate... I'd imagine... Could you imagine how much they'd hate George Bush Jr. if he came out today as president? So it's it's kind of a slowly sinking ship. This is like relying on... You know, like it's, it's basically just going to become CNN or a, an arm of the Democrat Party. And okay, do you want to tether yourself to the... Do you want to be dependent upon them? Or you just want to use them for their services. And I'll, I'll admit, you know, it, uh, I've taken down some videos. Why? Because I don't want to go through the pain-assery of setting up another YouTube channel. I don't want to go and have to, I don't want to spend the five minutes that takes. All right? I don't want to go through the, uh, the, uh, the uh, what's it called, the uh, partnership process or whatever it is. Uh, I just, it, it, it's their game, fine. You want us to tone it down? Fine. Okay. I won't use the word cunt anymore. Uh, we'll, we'll put nice little bland, Orwellian, perfectly accepted government, I'm sorry, YouTube approved words, uh, and it will it will be as boring as Dennis Prager. Right, there, and now YouTube's going to suffer on that too because one thing that people liked about YouTube, right, left, libertarian or not, Satanist, anarchist, doesn't matter. At least, you know, God almighty, how boring is Democrat versus Republican? Should we have government consume 32% of GDP or should it be 42% of GDP? With us today is Mark Markinson from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. Joining us from Geneva. Hello, Mark Markinson. How are you? Well, hello, Bob. How are you? So... What rate should the government tax people? Well, the Democrats say we should tax them at 42. Whereas the Republicans say we should be at 30. I'm bored with that. I Again, I'd rather listen to a Black Panther racist tirading off a, a whitey. Uh, or, uh, you know, uh, the Nazis tirading off of the Jews. or you know, That's kind of old. That's been done. Something I'd, I'd rather listen to something different and new than shit I'm going to get on CNN and Fox News. 
That was the one cool thing. But as YouTube tries to conform and be polite and meet the standards of the corporate virtue signaling strategy, America, corporate America, all the advertisers, that's how YouTube makes its money. They want to be politically correct. They want to be milky toast. They don't want anything offensive. They don't want anything rash. They don't want anything interesting. They want it boring as all hell. And so it's just going to become like the, the you know, over time, as they kick off more and more, quote, extremists, uh, or they put these things into a limited state, they're going to start losing viewers. And people are going to start going off to other places, VidMe, Dailymotion, whatever. And over time, YouTube will lose its dominance. Because that's, that's but, but you know, they kept that precious revenue. They kept that precious revenue. I don't know if you guys remember the, I think it was Sesame Street. There was this guy trying to catch, it was a cartoon. He was trying to catch fish. It was a vignette. And all he did was kept pulling up weeds, weeds, weeds. And so what he did is he went in there and he cut out all the weeds. Well, little did he realize that the weeds is what the fish ate. And so at the, so he's just fishing in an empty pond and he's not catching any fish. So he replanted the weeds and the weeds came back. And then sometimes he catch weeds, but then sometimes he catch fish. And that's kind of the situation that Google's in. Look, you want you want you were popular because of the weeds. The weeds are what attracted the fish. Uh, but if you want to get rid of all the weeds and any color or characteristics or and say that's the thing, I understand getting rid of extremism, but what is extremism to all you leftists sitting there at Google Labs within Silicon Valley, within the Bay Area, within California, with everyone coming from academia in your little echo chamber there? I mean Probably a statue of Karl Marx right there with you guys. What what is what is going to be considered extreme to that group of of, of skewed biased people? So, and here's the other thing with the stoicism. Look, whatever. Great quote from Spike Spiegel. Whatever happens, happens. All right. You don't control YouTube. You don't control Google. Don't get all upset about it. You know. Whatever happens, happens. It is up to you to respond to your environment. Your environment is going to change and do what it's going to do. You have to respond to it. So is it a nice tool for freedom of speech? Sure. Is it going to be slowly eroded away? Yes, because it's not originally intended to be a free speech thing. It is a, a business to make money. If you look at where the money comes from, it comes from boring conformist corporate social responsibility virtue signaling corporations. And so just over time, expect more of this, you know, and they tell you, they tell we're working harder. We're working, we're going to do seminars. Okay, fine. I know where this one's going. And soon I'm going to have a channel that's as boring as Dennis Prager. If that comes up, okay, I'm going to try a different platform or format. But for those of you that make money off of YouTube, you know, you, you depend on YouTube as a, as a revenue source. You need to diversify your, your, your revenue streams and you need to be a minimalist. I, I hate to sound so flippant or indifferent but you know i kind of got mine i'm done i paid off my house i'm a minimalist i have no debts it's really hard to hurt a minimalist it really is because you just don't need that much money and once you got free lodging i mean it's kind of a position of fuck you you know oh no youtube further took another percentage you know every, it was kind of funny where they just took two-thirds of the money youtube i, I should look up youtube the financial statements, you know, the subsidiary of Google, you don't look bad. I'm kind of curious what happened this past quarter to the revenues now that they just decide, well, we're going to take another two-thirds of yours. 
<laughs> you better be profitable by now, YouTube. You better be. I mean, that with that, what's it called, windfall of revenue, you, you better have turned, gone into the black. But for every, you know, those are my thoughts. Like, yeah, YouTube is going to keep going. I don't want to say leftist. That's going to be the engine of it. It's, it's going to go, it's going to become more restrictive over time. And whether it's five years, 10 years, or whatever years, there's going to come a point in time where YouTube is no longer worth it. It's no longer worth the platform for people of, I don't even want to say extremist views, just different views that are deemed tisk tisk. By the uh, by, the Orwellian committee of YouTuber content creator, uh, social justice warrior people, and that's fine. That's fine. But as of now, I've I had, I think two videos demonetized, um, and it was because of the title because my topics are controversial in nature. But then usually the recommendation people are surprised, like, oh, don't kill the Jews. No, don't kill the Jews. Leave them alone. You mean you don't hate blacks? No. You know, I kind of feel bad for black males. That's why I wrote a book about it. You know, it, 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 but it's tough fatherly love with the, with the goal of helping people out. And then, and then you go and say, hey, did you watch the video? Oh, no, I guess you are kind of nice to those people. Like, yeah. But what, what will happen will happen, and there's no wor- reason getting worked up about it. All right, we got a ton of other news here. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? Something a little bit local and close to home. From uh, the Science Times. How's this part of the USA Today? Can I find a different article? I don't like... Let's do KSTP. Uh, Here we go. KSTP.com. The Stearns County Sheriff's Department said the Eden Valley Area Pelt Farm, which was targeted by vandals earlier this week, animal liberation front type people, you know, they care about PETA. We just care about the animals so much. Uh, which they don't. They have nothing else going on in their lives, so they... We care about animals. Remember that? The high school vegan kid? Well, I'm a vegan. It's like, no, you're a lazy, worthless fuck who only has marching band to point to and you don't want to hit the gym you don't want to work hard you don't want to do anything frankly and so now you're just gonna you know that guy over there wearing the uh, trench coat claiming he's an anarchist because yeah you're the exact same when you're claiming you're a vegan except at least he doesn't have to change his diet and and have the consequential health problems anyway so it's it's not about the animals it's about ego masturbation so these vandals, that's what it is. Earlier this week has determined the number of mink released into the incident was just under 40,000. Lang Farms reports has recovered 11,000 mink, but 15,000 mink have died. That leaves 14,000 of the animals unaccounted for. They're all dead by now. They're all dead. The reward being offered to anyone with information on those responsible stands uh, at $11,000. Fur Commission USA, the National Trade Association representing mink farmers, is offering $10,000 of that total. According to the release of the Stern County Sheriff's Department, Tri-County Crime Stoppers is offering a $1,000 reward. Dan Lang, the farm's co-owner, said vandals broke in by removing screws and unfolding down part of the six-foot-tall fence that surrounds the property. He said every pen was opened. Uh, Lang said they tried to patrol the property at night, but the farm has no security cameras. Lang said the loss could mean an economic hit of $750,000 or more to his family, and he's not sure what insurance may cover. Bada bada ba booty booty boo. So uh, I was reading somewhere else that the mink. Th- there's no way these mink are going to survive in the wild, because mink 
I don't think can handle the heat of Minnesota summers, and I don't think they can. They definitely cannot handle the cold or the cold of Minnesota winters. And I think there was something else like if they separate from their structure or hierarchy that they've already established in the farm, uh, they're not going to. They're not going to survive. They'll start eating each other and stuff like that. So way to go, leftists. PETA, Animal Liberation Front type people, you just murdered 40 days were free for what? Five minutes before they basked and died in the sun? It's been a hot summer up here. You see, it's more important that we help the animals and that I feel good. That's what it was. They just killed 10,000 or what, 15,000? Well, you add it up together. There's maybe 30,000 dead mink. So two or three Animal Liberation Front people could masturbate their egos. That's... It just is highlighting hypocrisy. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? Star Tribune. It's a bit dated of an article, but that's all right, because I heard through the grapevine Honeywell ended its commuting. Then someone says, yeah, here's the article. Honeywell ends telecommuting option. New policy only allows work from home approved from the top, angering some employees. Honeywell is joining the ranks of Yahoo and Best Buy by banning telecommuting. Now, Best Buy and Honeywell are both Minneapolis companies. Uh, by banning telecommuting for most of its workers worldwide, effective immediately, the decision by CEO Dave Cody was shared with 129,000 employees last week via letters from top managers who outlined the policy change. Going forward, workers who are not in sales or field service should be working at their assigned Honeywell location. You will obey, conform, get in line, commute, obey. No regular work from home arrangements within the department are permitted unless I approve them, <clears throat> said letters issued last week by executive executives, including Honeywell Chief Financial Officer Tom Slozek, Slozek and John Waldron, President of the Safety and Pro- Productivity Solutions Unit. Quote, working from home should be a rare occurrence to accommodate legitimate individual circumstances. These occasional situations should happen no more than a few days a year. Okay. See, now look, all you STEM boys out there and girls, all you smart people, here are three more companies you don't apply to. Yahoo, well, Yahoo, that was a given. Honeywell and Best Buy. Oh, I think I think Yahoo and Best Buy are going down the toilet. I don't know about Honeywell. I don't know what Honeywell's doing. Uh, similar letters were sent to employees working in Honeywell's $15 billion automation and control business in Golden Valley. Company officials declined to say how many workers the policy change affected. Reaction within the $40 billion giant have ranged from mere shrugs to absolute dismay as workers adjusted to the idea that they can no longer work from home. It's it, Look, it's changing, it's changing <clears throat> your job. It's changing the agreement. This would be no different than if, if you could, and someday I wish white-collar workers would form a union, all the engineers went in and said, um, yeah, by the way, boss, we're not doing meetings anymore with you. You're going to talk to us individually one-on-one, and we're going to get our stuff done that way instead of you tying us up, monopolizing our time uh, for an efficiency ratio of maybe 5% everyone's time is actually used. Oh, by the way, boss, you're not going to get – we're going to change the – I'm not going to be a a chemical engineer. I'm going to be a marketing guy now. Some bemoan the death of summer hours where workers used to leave early on Fridays and finish work at home or the cabin. Other employees resented the end to a flexible situation they had come to depend upon. Of course, you change your life around this. The new policy is right out of the dark ages and driven by one egomaniacal 
CEOs need to control and bleed every last bit of soul out of the company, complained one employee from Minnesota who asked to remain anonymous. He worried that mandating office-only work would alienate millennials who crave flexibility. Dude, this doesn't have to be millennials. Why don't you guys just have self-respect? Why don't you just walk off the... Oh, that's right. You guys got McMansions, and you guys got car payments, and you have wifey poo. And you are living paycheck to paycheck no matter how nice your house is and no matter how nice your cars are. It may cause some workers to leave the company and fail to consider those hires who had explicit agreements for telecommuting, he said. Management sees things differently. Oh, I bet you do. I guess when you got all the power and control, you guys do. And said the change was needed to encourage a high level of collaboration. There's the word, ladies and gentlemen, collaboration. Collaborative offices. We need to outperform. According to the letters to the employees, Honeywell executives said in letters that when employees come into the office to do their jobs, it fosters teamwork and ideas. Sh- oh, shut the fuck up. It also helps co-workers make decisions faster and become agile when addressing changes in the global markets. They said, sure, okay. Yeah, making people commute an hour a day, that, that really is going to free. That's going to, yeah, that's flexible. Honeywell spokesman Mark Hamill decided to comment on any Declined to comment on any negative reaction within the company ranks. Clarifying Honeywell's remote work policy to employees, Hamill said, reflects the collaborative culture that Honeywell expects and believes will help the company continue to drive the kind of results that our customers, partners, and investors have come to expect of us. Oh, <clears throat> oh. You think he goes home and contemplates suicide, Mark Hamill? Like, hey, oh my God, what did I do? And then they just drop a bag of silver. Here you go, Judas. And he drinks himself to like, you know, to maybe dull the pain as to what just the utter scumbag and liar he is. Honeywell's change comes at a time of lackluster growth in the global industrial sector and at a time of restructuring within New Jersey-based, the New Jersey-based based behemoth. The company reported third quarter results Friday in which quarterly sales rose 2%, but net income slid 2% to $1.25 billion. The stock is trading near $109, down from its $120 price in July. And by God, those corporate executives needs their stock options to be in the, in the strike price. We need it above that. We need our stock options. So forcing everybody to ruin their lives and come commute over in Golden Valley. Honeywell joins other big companies in changing its telecommuting policy. Yahoo, Best Buy, and Hewlett Packard, all winners called all their remote workers back into the office in 2013. Best Buy spokesman Matt Furman. What, you got two? Oh, that's Best Buy. Okay, here's the other guy that contemplates suicide daily. What have I become? Best Buy spokesman Matt Furman said the retailer received a lot of of attention after it dramatically cut back on employee remote work arrangements at its Richfield headquarters. Before the change, Furman said employees didn't have to ask permission to work off-site and didn't even need to have to tell their bosses if they were working at all. Well, doesn't the work... I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm dealing with baby boomer retards. They're dying off, guys. They're dying off. These 50-something, 60-something, they're they're the last of the boomers. They're the young boomers. How do I know you're working if I can't see you? Uh, The work gets done. See, because... You can't email that exact same Excel spreadsheet from 10 miles away at the luxury of your own home office. No, you got to be 20 feet away from your boss sending it over the exact same internet wires. You know, it, it, it's not the same. It's not the same Excel spreadsheet. It's not the same data. 
and this Orwellian bullshit. We need a collaborative work environment. <clears throat> no, you're just a power-hungry, micromanaging bunch of baby boomer fucks. Uh, before the change, Furman said employees didn't have to... Okay. Under the new policy, every worker was expected to report to the Redfield campus or get management's permission to work off-site. That quote reduced the number of people who were working someplace other than corporate headquarters, Furman said. Externally, there was a lot of interest in the policy change and critiques, but internally, the vast majority of employees fully understood the circumstances. Well, yeah, they fully understood. You either do this or you're fired. Uh, it's not like... You know, I think the, the slave labor Jews on the work concentration camps, I you know, I think they fully understood the circumstances too. Hey, Hitler needs some more concrete for this bunker. Arbeit Mike Fry. They read the newspaper and saw the earnings. They knew this was a company that was embarking on a life or death turnaround and understood that all hands on deck were required. <clears throat> Isn't it ironic? I wonder if the irony is lost on Best Buy. That the company that is eating their lunch is Amazon, which is all about remote work, doing things online. You see, Best Buy, they, they, we gotta keep our brick and mortar stores up. We gotta find a, a superior business model. Everybody come here and work now. I'm sure, I'm sure the morale boosting right there just that's gonna that's gonna turn you guys around. Hey, Best Buy, do you guys need asshole consulting for advice? No, because I'm not Bain or McKinsey. I don't I don't have an MBA from Harvard. At the time, the electronics retail giant with more than 1,400 stores was in midst of a major restructuring by Hubert Jolly, the company CEO who had taken over in 2012. I'm sure he has an MBA. The week before the policy change was announced, 400 corporate employees had been laid off. Like Honeywell, the end of telecommuting at Best Buy, Yahoo and Hewlett Packard provided... Approved headline news and caused benefits experts to wonder if the practice would spread, said Cassidy Solis. This reminds me of MGM and other uh, other casinos in Vegas deciding that they're going to charge their um, clients parking. Uh, I remember I, I went, I had a, a company function, not my company, I got invited to a company function at the Aria. And like, oh, yep, free free hotel room. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Oh, but they, they nailed you in the parking. $15 a day. Ah, oh, fuck you. Said Candy Solis, Workplace Flexibility Program Specialist at the 285,000 society, Member Society of Human Resources Management. Many think that the death of the remote workplace is coming, but that happens whenever one of the big dogs comes out and ends the practice. The research shows us a different story. Telecommuting is on the rise. I'm going to tell you why it's on the rise. Because the millennials, <clears throat> and certainly the de- Gen Zers, pick on them as much as you want. They're not going to tolerate that shit. You baby boomers have instilled a lack of work ethic, of laziness, and entitlement upon these kids. And it's biting you in the ass. Because they're going to say, what? Commute where? No. I'm going to go live at home with mom and dad and get my master's in sociology. Plus, I think, hang on, let's take a look. I know the labor force participation rate is shit, but those are discouraged workers. What is the unemployment rate? I think it's pretty tight. Are we down in the 4%? Let's see where we are. Civilian unemployment rate. Fred database. 4.4%. Holy shit. The last time it was this good was in uh, right before the housing crisis. 
And the only other time before that where it made it into the threes was uh, with the boom of the dot-com days, which now makes me a little concerned the recession is on the way. Some bubble's going to burst. This is a tight labor market, guys. I mean, it's on par with the past three tight labor markets. It doesn't get as better until like 1968. <laughs> Unless you were planning on getting kids and, and people to come out of the, uh, the discouraged labor force camp and actually become participating members of the labor force and start searching for jobs, which you haven't, you got a tight labor force. And that's not going to apply to people with worthless degrees, but your engineers and your doctors and, and you know the people who actually work, they can go tell you to fuck yourself. Telecommuting on the rise. In 1996, 20% of companies let staffers work from home, according to SHRM. I don't know if it was that high. A soon-to-be-published joint study by SHRM and the Families and Work Institute found telecommuting is offered by 66% of U.S. companies today. Companies must decide if the policy works for both the business and the employees, Solis said. Some firms report that offering remote work as an option helps them recruit and retain employees. No! Like you, you, needed, you needed experts to study this. Getting rid of a commute and letting people work from home increases recruitment and, and retainment of employees. Thank God you guys have master's degree in human resource management. Others credited it for transforming the firms into national entities because staff working remotely in different time zones expanded business. Still, it's not for anyone. Booty, booty, boo. Okay. How the hell with that? that was, uh, so. All right. Keep going. Best Buy. Honeywell, you guys keep on going. You, you keep on going. You tell those. And you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? If the soon, soon your engineer, they'll find another job. They will. And then you're going to have to replace Engineer Steve or Engineer Dre, kind of a nerdy rapper. And you're going to have to go to the U of M or Urbana Champagne. And they'll have done all the work online. I mean, what do you do with IT? I got to wonder about that. What do you do with people who are in IT, like your computer programmers and computer networkers? Like, we need you here. Like, no, no, you really don't. And if you don't, fuck you. There's like three other companies lined up. I know, I know. You guys are all debt mule and debt slaves. You can't just tell the boss to fuck off. You should try it sometime. Greatest feeling you'll ever have in your life. Hey, yeah, boss, fuck off. I'm firing you. You're fired. Tell your boss he's fired. Ooh, they don't like that. They don't like that at all. Now, listen, man. I like the news. You guys like the news? Final bit of news today. It's been a pretty good two weeks of news. Never get around to it. From the Washington Times, Brett Weinstein files a 3.8 million tort claim against Evergreen State College. Aww. Aww. Are the lefties hitting themselves? Are, are, you, are the Frankenstein monsters coming back? This is great. This is wonderful. I can't think of a school that de- deserves it more. Now, Middlebury, if everyone who graduated from there would realize just what a bunch of lies they sold you, they need to sue for, for false advertising. That'd be... Some lawyer, get on that. Get yourself a, uh, was it, class action lawsuit? Oh, but but you leftists thought you could just, like, hate on white. This is going to be great. You want to hate? Now, I guess, well, what are you considered if you're Jewish? Weinstein is obviously Jewish. Is that considered white? I guess it, but it doesn't matter. Like, hey, you want to discriminate against white people? There's a discrimination case now. Evergreen State College may soon face a $3.8 million lawsuit in connection with its handling of the 2017 Day of Absence protest against biology professor Brett Weinstein. Still, well, okay, so they, they viewed him as white, I guess. 
because they wanted him out of there because he was he he looks white. So I guess it is it is being white, but I don't know if he's going like, well, it's anti-Semitic. Well, you never know. Students at the Olympia Washington Institution who wanted a day without white people on Evergreen State College campus in May went wild over <clears throat> Mr. Weinstein's refusal to take part. The fracas that followed resulted in a 3.8 million tort claim filed July 5th with details provided exclusively to the Education Watchdog Campus Reform on Tuesday. Quote, Evergreen failed to set and enforce necessary boundaries in the workplace on campus, selectively has chosen not to enforce the student code of conduct, and sent the unmistakable message that the school will tolerate and even endorse egregious violations and even crimes purportedly to advance racial social goals, diminishing the collegiate experience for all, and fostering a racially hostile work and retaliatory environment for faculty and staff. Right there! Well written, Mr. Weinstein's attorney! The tort claim, which includes Mr. Weinstein's wife, Heather Haying, greases the legal wheels for a future lawsuit. Other documents provided to the Educational Watchdog includes emails berating the professor for agreeing to an interview with Fox News Channel's Tucker Carlson. What do you like? <laughs> he doesn't have the right to go to media? Quote, Brett, I don't know what you were thinking, one email reads. By describing yourself to Tucker Carlson as a deeply progressive person, you provided him ammunition for the claim that the crazies are even going after the progressives. I hope that you won't deepen your relation with Fox or pass on more raw material for Tucker's campus crazies. See, look, they don't even realize that they are crazy. They don't realize, they, they think they're normal. This is what happens when you give people too much money and they don't work for it. Apparently, a special spoiled little white kids from the suburbs, and they go to a school where, where I kid you not, the model for Evergreen is, let it all hang out, man. Mr. Weinstein appeared on Tucker Carlson tonight on May 26th and said that Evergreen College President George S. Bridges was given a set of demands and threats of violence by day of absent pro- absence protesters. Quote, they said uh, that if he does not, if he does not accept their demands, that there will be violence, the professor said. Campus police have been hobbled by the fact that the ant they answered to the college administration and, in fact, for several days have been barricaded in the campus police station. <laughs> you, you See, if you're a cop, here's another one, okay, guys? Pay attention, boys and girls. You don't work for large liberal metropolitan police departments. So unless you're a girl, go ahead, by all means. If you're a minority or female, they'll hire you, okay? But then you get to worry about if you got to shoot somebody and they don't happen to be white, well, unless it's a white female, I guess, in the case here in Minneapolis. It just, it's a shit show. It's a shit show you shouldn't want any part of. All right? Go to a medium-sized town. Go to a small town, be Barney Fife and, and, and uh, Andy Griffith, Sheriff Griffith. I know it's not as exciting or SWAT or anything like that, but you don't go there and you don't go work for campus police. Especially, especially. Now, you can go work at campus police, but you have to be your own independent police force. If you answer to the college administration, oh, hell no. Hell no. You do not work for leftists, especially if you're a white male. Hell, you do not work for leftists. And then you run the risk if you're not. Okay, you can play the affirmative action card. I understand that there. But that, they're not going to have... What if, you, what if you just shoot the wrong colored person and you're completely within your rights? They go, oh, you discriminated against me. Like, what was it? The Philando Castile, the poor guy that got shot. Uh, he was shot by a, a, a Hispanic American. Oh, d- did you hear about that? Did you know that? No, they wanted that guy's head. Not th- they, they will eat their own. They will. 
And for those of you who happen to be, you know, minorities and you're not lefties, you're conservative libertarian, you listen to the show, and you're thinking about becoming cops, you know, just so you know, yeah, it'd probably be a little bit easier for you to get in. But do you want to go work for a leftist political circus shit show? Especially, you know, you get manslaughter charges up against you and you're completely within the right? Woo! No, thank you. No. Uh, Evergreen Board of Trustees released a statement in early June calling the action of its students act, student activists activists indefensible. Yeah, but let me let me guess. You guys, what's his name? Who's the administrator there? The president, George S. Bridges. You want to talk about a guy that ain't got an ounce of testosterone in him? Uh, keep going, leftists. You you academians and leftists, keep on going. It's great. I love I love to see you. Not realize just what a bunch of what psychopaths. Spoiled brat psychopaths you all look like to the rest of the world. Uh, Poor Richard's Retirement. That's available on paperback, Kindle, and audio. If you do not have enough saved up for retirement, that book is for you. And that means it should, on the 320 million Americans, 280 million of which are adults, I should sell it to 279 million American adults. That's where my sales should be. Uh, if you want, we got asshole consulting. You can contact me if you got questions and uh, you want uh, a little bit of older brother advice. But don't forget, we have a life improvement plan. If you are a loser and you know if you are a loser, we have a life improvement plan. You pay me ten thousand dollars, and for every goal that you set up, of which you could set up to five, I reimburse you a thousand. And so you say, oh, you live at home, you don't have a driver's license, you're fat, uh, you're not, you don't have a job, and you're not in school. For every one of those goals you may, you meet, you lose 100 pounds, you get a job, you show me a paycheck stub, I give you back $1,000. So the price to stop being a loser is $5,000. And that's a hell of a lot cheaper than anybody else I know out there offering years upon years, decades of consoling and therapy work. And, and uh, hey, 10 grand, 5000 back upon achieving five major milestones. We don't have to have five. We can do like $6,000 if you have three. And I reimburse you $3,000 and I get to keep three. So basically $2,000 of gold. Consider contacting me at Asshole Consulting for the Life Improvement Plan. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast, you may. It's $100 a month. That gets you a video on YouTube. I do a Cappy the Whore 4 segment. Uh, I put a image uh, banner up on the old captain's blog. And then I plug you every podcast that I get here. So contact me as well. You can contact me through Cappy or you can contact me through Asshole Consulting. You guys can find me. Uh, we got Chad Elkins at ElkinsCPA.com. If you're looking for an, account, an accountant, contact the Manasseur's in-house accountant, Chad Elkins at ElkinsCPA.com. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters. You can go to 405media.com and there's a, there's a bevy, a, a, a myriad of podcasts listed there at 405media.com. So a ton of podcasts you can download uh, through John Grant's site, 405media.com. Obsidian Radio, our good friend. Uh, oh, no, that's Obsidian Radio on, on YouTube. O'Shea Jackson is our other good friend on YouTube. We you want to check out the brothers. You have to be of the black persuasion. And you're like, I'm sick and tired of listening to Whitey. I want, I want to talk to some black folk. Go to Obsidian Radio on YouTube or O'Shea Jackson on YouTube. And then you still get the right wing, more libertarian brother talk. I'd make actually a good prod, uh, podcast. Brother Talk, starring so-and-so and such-and-such on Tuesdays. Uh, Canto Talk, Silvio Canto. If you want to check in with a good friend down in Dallas, he's on blogtalkradio.com. 
You can look him up by searching C-A-N-T-O, Kanto Talk, blogtalkradio.com. Financial Survival Network, that's Kerry Lutz's outfit. Go say hi to him. Tom Likas' show, blowmeuptom.com. Do you listen to your father who art in Los Angeles? Hallowed be his name at blowmeuptom.com. Cynical Libertarian Society, you can search that or just go to the site directly, sinlibsoch.com. Uh, he is my favorite podcast to listen to. Uh, but he is he is the one I disagree with the most. And like I said before, people I disagree with, I'd rather listen to that. And he's on, man. He is on. He is angry. If you think I'm angry, you got to listen to him. You're like, whoa. If you thought my bit about creating statues of famous leftists, you know, Mao Zedong, Lenin, Stalin, and having erect penises that leftist women may, may fillet them and, and perform on them and worship communism and that way they have... In addition to a government check, they have like kind of a, I don't know, a, a body pillow. Maybe that's what we should do is body pillows. We don't need statues. That'd get a little gross. Uh, you think that's gross. You, you haven't tuned into the Cynical Libertarian Society, so check him out. And then Mitch Burke, who is much more polite because I, he's on AM 1280, the Patriot, so he has to obey the FCC. Uh, academic Composition, go visit academiccomposition.com. If you want your resume done, you want your homework done this upcoming year, or you're in school right now for summer school and you want someone else to write your papers or you're looking for a job and he's always hiring he's always hiring authors to write books or not books to write papers and uh compose resumes and also do some marketing it's not fun work it isn't but it can be done from a beach you're, you're not gonna look i'd rather work for academic composition than best buy or one of these nazi outfit you can't work from home how do i know you're working so go to academiccomposition.com if you're either going to avail yourself of their services or would like to work for academiccomposition.com. Jimfear138.blogspot.com. He's the guy that reads our books uh, and a great uh, voice recorder, voice actor. Uh, he does all the editing and all that. Check him out if you have any use. You don't have to have a book that needs to be put into audio. Any kind of voice work or, or stuff like that, check him out. I'm on gab.ai and minds.com. Take my two classes, the analysis, evaluation of stocks, and the other one, stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. Just search the title, see if you like them. And that's it. That's all we got. All right, we'll see you kids later. Toodles.